Game on! It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, welcome to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Another busy week for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics in the fall sports season. We're already halfway through September, and there's a whole lot to break down. We'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head coach Kyle Petermeyer talking about his team's matchup against Pine River Bacchus next. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer. And coach, you've had a, a little bit of time now here after your game against Pine River Bacchus to kind of uh, think it over. Uh, 13 to 12 uh, loss right down to the wire. Uh, what do you got to think about that one right after? Yeah, man, definitely a tough, um, tough way to end the game. I thought there are times in the game we played pretty dang well, and there are times where um, I thought Pine River Bacchus played pretty dang well, too. So, just the tale of, of different things happen in a game. And man, we we're just talking off, off of this a little bit that the highs and lows in a season, just even within a week where last week, um, super high up there after, after the game, everyone was pretty excited. Obviously it was a fantastic finish. And then this week get to the end and everyone's just pretty bummed out. I know, um, pretty similar story to when we faced them there last year, we had a, had a late lead and, they go all the way down the field, just three, four, five yards at a time, and end up punching it in right before the game's over. So, eerily similar to last year. So, I think that was that was tough too for our kid, just to kind of be in the same situation and uh, same thing kind of end up happening. But we had a nice talk after the game. Um, Any time in a season, you can have uh, defining moments where this for us could be something that uh, we take, and it could be a big positive where. We really got to dig in and, and do some good things from here on out or um, the opposite where it could be a negative for us where things kind of spiral downward. And I just I challenged them, um, challenged the coaches, challenged myself too because I thought there were times in the game where our guys put us in some good positions and I didn't um, help them out in that way. So all of us just kind of challenged to take this as a positive and just move on and, and get to Monday and – tough part about football is you only get one game a week so you got to kind of let it stew over for a full week where you can't really get the taste out of your mouth until you know seven days from now but just just thinking about it and talking with the guys um obviously it's a long season and and we're going to take it one game at a time like we've said all year where we don't get don't get too high and and in times like this can't get too low and we got a a pretty big game on friday with with parker's prairie there i think three and oh now and having a good season so we gotta just get ready to play a new game on next week and, you know, we were talking a little bit before the game. You had a couple guys with the injury bug and you had some guys that we were hoping would step up throughout the game. How do you think those guys did and how do you think your team uh, responded in certain aspects, kind of having to play a little out of position? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to lose some guys. Um, obviously, every team goes through the injury bug, so it's no uh, no excuses for anybody. And the guys who, who got in there, I thought, played their hardest and played their butts off. And just like we said last week, if you get in there and, and you play as hard as you can. Um, that's all you can ask for. And we're going to live with the results. And um, you just go out and you play ball. And, and we didn't end up on the on the right side of this one. But like I said before, hopefully we can take uh, something from it and, and learn a little bit and take the successes that we had and, and just build on them. And hopefully next week we can get out there and um, you know build off this week and, and see what we can do. You know, this was an interesting game where it felt like both teams, they really had long, succinct drives, and and it felt like those were the ones where just points were hard to come by, but both teams were able to get a lot off of the big plays. What did you kind of notice in that in that aspect? 
Yeah, just for us defensively, um, just gave up a couple big plays. Like you said, last drive was was something that they kind of went down the field slowly, and you know we were just kind of giving up a few yards at a time, and you know hoping to get the ball back at some point or make a big stop, and just just didn't do it. And offensively, um, we moved the ball, but I think big thing for us is we're not scoring points right now. So I think a big thing on our team is is you know the offense has got to be held accountable, and that. That includes me, and that includes obviously the guys playing the game. And um, we got to work together and, and try to get that fixed. Our defense is playing their butts off and not giving up a whole lot of points. So for us offensively, when we do have some of those you know long drives, like you're saying, we got to come away with points. And again, that's on everybody. And we'll continue to work through it and, and practice a little bit harder and and see if we can correct those things on Friday. And talk about the talk about your offensive line, your defensive line. Just kind of what do you think it's been like in the trenches over the last couple games? You know, very tough. We, we've been facing some teams, some big linemen, and and um, just for us, haven't moved the ball a lot um, on offense. Running the ball, we, we've had some big plays through the air. Um, great job giving Josiah some time this week. We didn't have as many pressures as we did in the last few games, but running the ball, you know, we're, we're not quite there yet um, to be able to go and just pound the ball and kind of like they did against us on that last drive there. So, We'll just keep improving, and hopefully as we get towards middle, back half of the season here, we can just get a little bit better, and we stack each game on each other and learn something and and move it towards the next week. And last question for you here, Coach. You mentioned that Parker's Prairie come to town next week. They're 3-0, going to be a really good game. Uh, Just kind of looking ahead, what's kind of the the thing going forward? What do you guys got to do to get back in the win column? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, like any coach would say, is is turnovers. and penalties didn't have a lot of penalties tonight, which was a big plus for us. Uh, and then when we when we create turnovers on defense, like last week, we we took those turnovers and we turned them into points. And and this week we didn't do that. So if we get the opportunity to get the ball back, obviously taking the ball and putting it in the end zone. So for us, I think the biggest thing is offensively got to match the defense um, and put the ball in the end zone and and put points on the board and hopefully come out with the win. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer after his team's uh, 13-12 to loss against Pine River Bacchus. Coach, appreciate the time and look forward to talking with you again next week. Yeah, man, thank you. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman and coach another week in the books. Just talk about uh, what games you played this week. Uh, we just had a game last night uh, against Monaga, um, and we won that game 3-0. And so you guys had that game against Monaga. You also had a tournament uh, over the weekend since we last spoke, and just kind of recap how that tournament went in Sock Rapids. Um, actually, we played really well. We ended up uh, getting third place. We lost in the semifinals to Albany. Um, it went three games, and uh, Albany ended up winning the tournament. So we were uh, pretty happy with how we played. And, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week, but just mentioning it again, when you're in a tournament and when you're in those games, what are you as a coach looking for and kind of what are some of the takeaways in a tournament setting and taking away some of those things versus uh, just a regular season game on a weeknight? Well, we uh, try to enter tournaments that we know are going to be really competitive with really some uh, better teams in the state in them. So we can kind of gauge where we're at and where our weaknesses are and 
different things we need to work on uh, to be able to compete at that level. So um, it was a very good tournament for that. And what's it like to be down there? Obviously, you're playing a team like Albany, you're playing Sox Center, you're playing some of those uh, schools down in 6A in your old section. But just uh, you know, to go down there to get those wins, to get third place, does it is it? Uh, would you call it a statement kind of weekend, or would you just say, hey, we're just trying to do what we want to do? Well, I think it was more a shot in the arm for us to know that um, we can play at that level, and we're very capable of doing that. Um, so it more was it's a more of a confidence builder than than anything. And you got the win, like you talked about, against Monaga, another win in the Park Region Conference. Uh, you know, you're starting to get into conference play. What are a few things that you're looking for out of your team uh, throughout those Park Region Conference games? Well, we want to be consistent from beginning to end. Um, we'd like to come out, uh, you know, on a high note and then sustain that through the games. And um, sometimes we kind of lose it towards the end of a game and lose our concentration and make mistakes. And, and, you know, those will iron itself out over time, but um, trying to keep that consistency. And who's been a player, maybe it's in a game setting, maybe it's just in practice that you've seen and you just said, you know what, maybe it's not showing up for them on the stat sheet, but they're really working their tail off and doing a lot for the team. Um, Probably the one person that, um, it is accepting their role and and does very well for what we ask her to do is Isabel Larson. Um, she always comes to practice. She always works hard, always a positive, smiling attitude, um, does whatever you ask her to do, and, and she wants to contribute as much as she can. And you talk about that, you know, knowing her role on the team, excelling in that role. What would you say her role is on this year's Wolverine volleyball team? Um, well, we need her to be a blocker, more of a blocker at the net, more so than an offensive player. But um, she does come up with some really good um, offensive hits at really crucial moments. So she always seems to to come to the forefront when we really need something to happen and, and has really paid off in that department too. And as you kind of get through now mid-September already, what are a few areas that you look at in your team and you say, hey, I think we're doing this really well, and what's one area where it's, okay, maybe we need to iron out this as the weeks go on? Well, I think our our serving game actually has been really consistent and really good for us. Um, We tend to score a lot of points in that area. Um, I think our serve receive is starting to get better. Um, I just would like to really see more consistency in our our offensive game and our blocking. And you talk about the serve-receive and that. What do you think makes a a good serve-receive, and what are some of those things that the good serve-receive teams are always able to do? Um, Well, they can read the ball. They can move their feet, um, get in position. You know, they stay focused and stay in technique, through it and are very good um, at passing the ball. And um, I think, you know, Montana Karstens obviously is our, our best serve receiver. Um, and she continually does a good job for us there. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach, Sue Volkman. Coach, great to chat with you again. Look forward to doing it again next week. Okay, sounds good. 
Another week in the books for Wadena Deer Creek Volleyball. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, and when we come back, we'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg after the Wolverines ran up in Ada earlier this week. That's coming up, Wolverines Weekly. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. And coach, you guys uh, have another week in the books. You ran at Ada. How'd that go? Well, that's a favorite place to go. Uh, I guess we tend to go to places we like to go. Uh, it's kind of a flat course, good competition. Uh, we get to see some northern schools, and uh, we came out of it with a girls' second place and a uh, boys' junior high second place and 15 Wolverines with uh, PRs, uh, personal records, their career best. Yeah. So a good day. Yeah, a good week for uh, everybody, a good day, like you said. And, uh, you know, that Ada course kind of known for helping everybody get those PRs. Can you explain to people just kind of what about uh, running in Ada is uh, advantageous? Well, we compare it to Perham. You know, like I said, the terrain is flat. And uh, who's running it? There's a lot of good runners. Uh, so you just kind of get caught up in the flow. Uh, there aren't too many turns or twists. Uh, it's fan friendly, so the, the people that are there to cheer are there a lot at different spots uh, to help those runners along. Yeah, and you know, it just kind of goes uh, uh, with uh, you know the different kind of diversity of tracks. Maybe is the right way to say it. Of courses that you run on, you're going to find some hilly ones. You're going to find some flat ones. Uh, just talk about getting kind of running in those different environments and how it can help you as a runner. Well, variety is, is kind of a key. Um, you you do look at your section course, which this year is in Long Prairie, and we have not run there for a while. But roll back to memories from six, seven years ago when we were there, uh, the course does have some present some hills, so we, we can't uh, always be running these flat courses uh, for PR times. But uh, this week also gave us a good training opportunity to touch upon hill work. Uh, locally so yeah yeah and hills build strength um so the flat courses give you a a taste of what kind of speed you have and and those hills uh give you the strength yeah and you know it's uh it's a good way to put it mike and you know with uh all those people getting their prs like you said it gives them a taste of what they can be uh just how fun is it to get to see those kids because no matter what the conditions are uh they still get to say hey i pr'd that day well, one of the nice things about uh, cross-country is a- as they do it and stick with it for a while, uh, they can listen to their body, read their body, understand their body, and understand what they're doing, not just during a workout, but during a race. And I think, uh, like I said, you get to cheer them on a lot at a course like that, and uh, you can kind of read their presence like they know they're going to be cruising in for a PR. And it just kind of builds upon itself um so yeah it just comes from understanding the sport your body and and recognizing when it's one of those great days and who have been a few runners that you've noticed uh, at any level or either boys or girls who who are some people that uh, you know they've been running over the last week or maybe a couple weeks and maybe not haven't gotten the result they wanted or maybe they did but who's just somebody you think's been working their tail off and deserves a shout out well, uh, let's go with uh, 
success, uh, Brandon Simmons, eighth grader, running cross country for the first time. You know, he's run four races, two miles, junior high level, and he's won three of them. <laughs> and this was a pretty legit win. Like I said, there were 19 teams in his race, and uh, Moorhead was there. They had uh, 20, 30 runners, etc., and he beat them all. Yeah, and uh, by a comfortable margin. So we want to celebrate him. And those younger runners set the tone for the day. They run before the varsity. And, uh, you know, leading the girls to the second place, uh, place was our, our number one for the first time, Noelle Spicer. And uh, we're happy to have all the Spicer girls. <laughs> her sister, Annika, was varsity. And her, her uh, younger sister, Dania, uh, was a sunglasses winner for being top ten in her race at the junior high. So at Ada, they gave sunglasses to top 10, and uh, so we celebrate the Spicer girls this week. You know, what's it like, you know, you talk about whether you get to see the younger kids or whether you get to see somebody older who's making those strides. How rewarding is it uh, for you as a coach to get to see those kids getting better and making those uh, strides, whether that's been somebody who's been working at it for years or somebody who's just picking it up and having early success? Well, we did have a couple of alumni come by. Uh, there tend to be a lot of the, the college-bound sort that go to Fargo-Moorhead, Grand Forks, and Ada allows for them to maybe sneak away and, and touch base with uh, the next generation of leaders. So, uh, yeah, you kind of look at the continuum of uh, you blink your eye and that seventh grader's in college <laughs> and, uh, you know, kind of – taking some of the ideals of, uh, you know, just always doing your best, what, whatever you're doing, and, and finding some joy in it. So it's kind of fun to pull not only parents together, uh, with, uh, but there's some younger brothers and sisters that will probably be running once they get up to junior high. And, and then you had alumni in the mix, too. So special atmosphere. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. Coach, great to talk with you, and we look forward to doing it again next week. You bet. Thank you. You know, those running sports, it's something unlike any other. They get uh, cheered on not just by uh, their own fans and their own uh, teammates, but they also get cheered on by other schools, by other people. It's uh, it's a very unique environment. It's very, very fun at those cross-country meets. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer next on Wolverines Weekly. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. And, Coach, a busy week for you guys this week. Uh, what all happened? Yeah, it was incredibly busy. We ended up having a makeup match on Monday with a section compo- uh, opponent, uh, Park Rapids. And um, the team won that one five to two. So it was a wonderful victory for the girls. And then we turned around the next day with another section opponent and we went to Staples Motley. And unfortunately, we fell short in that match and we um, we lost two to five that day. And so that was that was a bummer. Um, We played again yesterday against Parker's Prairie. And unfortunately, that match was suspended due to rain. So we will pick that up later today. And then on Saturday, we head to New London Spicer for a tennis tournament, or excuse me, a dual match. Um, it, early in the morning, 10 o'clock, we start. 
All right, another busy week for you guys here. Like uh, we talked about, uh, you had some uh, opportunities to play a few teams. Uh, you know, playing a team like Staples Motley, a team that's very competitive uh, in the statewide rankings. Just talk about the importance of playing a team like that, uh, just to kind of help raise the level of play for your girls to play uh, a team that's also pretty good. Yeah, we love to play teams that are, um, you know, give us good competition on the court. Um, it just helps improve their game, um, not only from a playing perspective, but also from a mentality perspective. And so it's just a wonderful um, opportunity for um, our girls to really challenge themselves and see where they compare with others who um, are ranked in state. And you talked about uh, that dual meet you're going to on Saturday. What are your expectations for your girls? And basically for you to come away saying, I feel pretty good, what do they have to do? Yeah, so um, what they need to do is just really get down to business. They need to believe in themselves. Uh, They have the skills. They just need to know how to believe in themselves to put those skills into action. Really, it comes down to who can win that last point. And so just getting out there and getting their business done is what I'm going to be encouraging them to do. And now, as you know, we've talked about a couple times throughout uh, the season so far, coaches, that uh, you know the volley or the excuse me tennis season is already well into full swing. Uh, and uh, you know, at this point in the season, how do you coach the girls differently? What certain things that maybe in the beginning of the season you're harping on now at this point in the year you're putting an emphasis on? Yeah, we're really lighting the fire right now. Like, what are you doing to really capitalize in that match? You know, you get beginning of the season, you're kind of getting some of the rust off and getting used to what does this match look like, but they know how this works now. So really it's getting down to business and can you just, you know, get into that match, play the best game that you can play that day, be proud of how you're playing, keep your mental game up and just light that fire. So it's really about how do we have fun while we're competitive at the same time. And who's been a, a one of your girls on the tennis team that you thought's had a really good week? Again, doesn't necessarily have to be on the score sheet, but just somebody who you said they've been working their tail off in practice and you've been kind of really noticing. Um, so I put a new set of doubles out there. So, you know, having that duel is nice um, when, when you know each other. But I put a new set out who haven't played with each other before. So Genevieve Pinella and Kaylee Endress played together twice um, for the first time this week. And so uh, against Staples Motley was the first time they played and they came out winning. And so it was really fun to see that they were up for the challenge, that they were able to communicate and talk to each other. And so they just had a great match in Staples. And that was really, really cool to see because they just, they played so well together. You never quite know with doubles, how are they going to click and do their skill sets complement each other. But these two, these two were rock stars this week. They played excellent in Staples and um, they are off to a really good start against Parker's Prairie. So I'm excited to see um, where that goes the rest of the season. And last question for you here, what's uh, coming up next week and what are your expectations for that? Yeah, next week is going to finally slow down just a little bit for the girls. So um, they have a match against Aiken on Monday. We haven't played Aiken in a while, so Aiken will come here. So that will be fun to see uh, someone we haven't competed against in a while. And then one of my favorite days of the entire season is the day that teachers and staff of WDC come out and, and hit and play against our players. And all levels of staff come out and, you know, matches up with all levels of our players. And so it's just the coolest thing to see these relationships being built. 
that sometimes, you know, I don't know that would have happened or blossomed otherwise. And the laughter and the skills that we just kind of practice. And it's really fun sometimes for these kids to beat adults and just really feel empowered and feel worthy and feel seen. So it's one of my favorite days. So it's not necessarily a official, well, it's not an official match, but it really is a great time just to boost self-esteem and have just have fun as a team. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. And coach, like you said, a fun week ahead and a fun matchup. And we look forward to talking with you about it next week. Fantastic. Thank you. More Wolverines Weekly after a quick timeout here on KWAD. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, it's our Wolverine Player Spotlight, and this week we are talking with Jager Pettit. He's a senior on the WDC football team. Jager, you had a kick return touchdown. You also had a touchdown late in the fourth quarter last week against Pillager that gave your team the win. Just talk about how exciting that moment was for you. Yeah, it felt great. We were downtown 12-0, and then the kick return came to me. Got a little nice block, got a touchdown, got the momentum moving for the game. When did you think, hey, I could actually break this one for a touchdown? Yeah, I saw Nathan Peterson had one great block, and then there were three guys lining up. You know, I just kept going and worked out. What's it like to get on this team as a senior to contribute and uh, and uh, be on the field for the Wolverines? Oh, it's great. Love the community, love teammates, love coaches. As a senior and uh, with this team, kind of what are your goals for this season? Um, one of our main goals for the team, I'm pretty sure, is trying to go to the Fargo Dome go to state, you know, all that stuff. Jager, we've gotten to know you a little bit as a football player. Now let's get to know you and the other things that you do at WDC. So what are some activities that you are involved in other than football? Uh, NHS, hockey, golf. Who's your favorite teacher at WDC and what's your favorite class with them? Kind of like economics with Robbie Grendel. He just talks about, you know, life and everything after high school and stuff. Jager, when you're in the cafeteria, what's your favorite school lunch? Uh, probably Bosco Sticks. What's your favorite food? Probably tacos. Least favorite food? Um, chili. What kind of music are you listening to right now? Who are some of the artists that uh, are definitely on your playlist? Kanye West, The Weeknd, a little bit of Rihanna. Who's your favorite athlete right now? Uh, Justin Jefferson. What kind of TV shows are you watching? What's something when you got a few hours to kill? What, uh, what show are you putting on? Uh, the Rookie on Hulu. What's uh, one of your favorite places to go here in Wadena to eat? Uh, probably the Uptown. Jager Pettit, a senior on the football team, had a kick return touchdown. He also had another touchdown late to help the Wolverines beat Pillager last week, and he's our Wolverine player spotlight. Jager, best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.